Today is August 30th, and the Yankees have taken three out of the five games against the Mets. All of them were pretty wild. All of them were pretty weird. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for clicking play, hanging out with us today, and listening to some Yankees talk. They played five games against the Mets. We're going to talk all about them. My name's Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the dish is BBD. And we are coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios here in the Bronx. Jake, say hi. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Y'all smell good tonight. Get ready. This episode's going to be, like, nasty good. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Get ready, everybody. All right. So before we get Tell to- Tell a friend. It's going to get nasty good. Before we get to the nasty good stuff, we do have an update on the raffle winners. Everyone that left reviews on the Apple uh, iTunes review. Thank you very much. Uh, Caitlin went through and she chose winners at random. I am going to read out the names of the people that won. Wow. If you hear your name- you have to prove that you are the reviewer. So go back into your review, into the edit button, take a screenshot, and then send that to Caitlin at Gmail. No, Caitlin at JohnBoyMedia.com. Katie? Caitlin? K-A-I-T-L-Y-N. K-A-I-T-L-Y-N. K-A-I-T-L-Y-N at JohnBoyMedia. JohnBoyMedia.com. Send her the screenshot and then send your size and your address and all that. And you will get a brand new Yankees. Nike logo. Nike logo. Brand new jersey. BBD's wearing his today. The winners were Ben SLB, P. Sanzo, P-S-A-N-Z-O, Jeffrey Lara, Mocking Fetich. Mm-hmm. Mock N H H I N G F D E C C H Triangle Hold Maheshrishk Na Mercy. What yeah. the fuck, guys? Okay. Mahesh Krish Na Mercy. Lisa Patamak Four. Lisa Patmak Four. Lisa Patmak Four. Okay. Niche. L zero three three zero, N I C H. L zero three three zero. Read the name song. Do Do you want to? Yeah. How would you read that? Like niche L O three three O. What I said. Okay, Zach McLean, Mike Mulvihill, Scott D twenty six, Scotty at O C Dudasa. Okay, great. Nate Goodchild. That's an easy one. <laughs> That's all? Yeah. So read this one. Lisa Patmack. No. Oh, Ma Krish Namurthy. <laughs> read that one. That's right. <laughs> Mocking Fidek. 
That so if me. you're one of those names, please reach yeah. out and get it. Okay. Jim, we got a we got a good app to go. Come get your jersey if you heard your name right there. Caitlin at johnboymedia.com. Jake, how are you? I'm great, Jim. I'm great. We uh you know, obviously we're running high. You know, you win three in a row, especially in that fashion. And I think you brought up a good question. It was kind of the what does it mean? Because again, everything's in the scope of the playoffs. We've got two and a half potentially Game-changing things for the playoffs That I think we'll talk about going forward But dude, A, we had to break the losing streak Which at first we did not We we added on in two crushing ways And then you come back to win the series We have some really nice performances um, Crazy comeback wins And uh, yeah, I mean Are the questions with this team still kind of what they were When we're losing? Yeah You know, we need guys to get healthy and everything But we're winning. We got our best pitchers lined up for the upcoming Tampa series, and we just we straight up embarrassed the Mets. Enjoy. Yeah. If you're watching live on Patreon, uh, thank you very much. Enjoy tonight. If you're listening to this Monday morning, enjoy today because at 7 o'clock oh, yeah. Monday night, hearts are fully back on the line. Yeah. And that's a little scary. Um Yes, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer because spirits are high. No. But the the conversation that I kept having with the losses were like, you know, well, this sucks, but how much is this really affecting our playoff chances? Still, that is still the balance. So we'll try and do that. The highs and lows trying to control them, but times times are good, times are fun, and yeah, by, uh, you know, de- but depending what big Garrett Cole does coming up. But hey, that's exciting in and of itself, so. All right. There we go. Let's burn game one. Whew. I honestly don't Whew. don't think I'm going to remember this. Okay. Uh, on your mark. Get set. Burn. We are truly in for the full Monty as Jordan and the Yanks host the Mets for five games with Michael Waka Flocka Flame on the bump. Bottom one, Clint Frazier goes hard in the paint with the RBI double. Gary Sanchez says, look, ma, no hands with the RBI walk. And Clint Frazier been saying for years, I'm with Roscoe, I'm with Waka. I think I deserve a chance to run Yacker from Clint. It's 4-0 Yanks after two. It's still 4-0 into the fifth. Dom Smith scores on a wild pitch after some ugly baseball by Andujar and the Yanks. 4-1 into the sixth. It's not easy being green. Chad goes Oprah mode. You get a homer. You get a homer. Alonzo Smith and Marisnik go yard. It's sad times in the Bronx. Yanks lose 6-4 final after seven. Seven inning game. I didn't, I'm guessing a lot of those references were, uh, the Waka. A lot of those were our senior year of college songs. So I think you'd, you'd know them if they were on. Waka Flocka. Okay. I go hard in the paint. <laughs> yeah, kind of O for some of the words there, but. Yeah, you can't, you're not saying them. R O S C O E, Mr. Shorty, put it on me, please. This was the game when we saw the lineup and we were like, oh shit. Right. This is the this squad. Is team. This is our team. Voight, Clint, Gardy, three hole, Gary, four, Ford, and Duhar. He feels like a distant memory already. Florial, Tyro, Wade. Yeah. 
And a lot of action. Like, oh my god! And this uh, this ties into a little theme of the series that the Yankees won the games they played wor- worse in, and they lost the games they deserve to win to a degree. Jim, I don't know if you want to give out your podcast tidbit right now. It's time because it ties for into Jimmy's tidbits. Oh my god! Sick frog on the song there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we have uh, we had someone, a source, let us know, and this isn't a joke, it's serious, that uh, Chad was tipping his curveball, and teams were just squaring up the fastball because of it, and that is why the fastball had never been hit once all season and was suddenly getting rocked like batting practice. Um uh, apparently, well, not apparently, we know. Chad was like, I don't feel any different. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. And they figured it out. He was tipping his curveball. They fixed it. So when you hear his name in a burn later on, um, that's what happened there, which a little scoop we got. And really, and, and like 100% scoop we got, like not through a grapevine or anything. Well, Whatever. Believe it is what I'm saying. It's a real thing, and yeah. it makes sense if you watch that inning. And if Chad's tipping his curveball, guess what? He's tipping his fastball because that's the other pitch he has. So, um, yeah, that uh, that sucked, especially that brought the losing streak to six at the time. And, again, we had a 4-0 lead. We had a 4-1 lead, uh, giving it to the guy that's been our best pitcher this season and, I mean, that was like, holy smokes, we are fully in a spin cycle. Like, we need to do anything to to kind of break out of this. Mm-hmm. And that was game one of the doubleheader. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people were upset taking Gumby out. He looked great. Gumby did look really good. Um, he he finished five innings with one run, I believe. One Five innings, one earned run. And so many strikeouts. It ended up being two earned runs because he he got involved in the. Well, that's when he finished the, the fifth. Runs. He finished yeah, yeah, the yeah. fifth with one earned run, and um, six strikeouts. But he struck out five of the first six batters. He looked yeah. good, man, really good. And then you know, the story of this series was Boone pulling pitchers too early, quote unquote. He was only at sixty something pitches. I I I. I don't know how to say this. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not saying what I'm when I argue this every time, I'm not saying that I think he should have pulled Gumby or I think he should have left Gumby in. All I'm saying is no matter the outcome doesn't dictate that, which a lot of people are like, right. It's kind of like being a fan 101. You can't just get mad at the manager when something goes wrong. Like, today, he pulled Mike King and brought in someone yes who got the out and if it was the opposite Krisky Krisky to get the out with bases loaded right and if Krisky gives a homer there everyone's going to be screaming that he should have left King in cuz King had struck in the dude out twice so like you just can't it's just not a good game you could do and handing the ball to Chad right is the goal for two podcasts, we complain about them not giving the ball to Chad. So I, I think the better way to say this, and, and you've said this, is like, you know, it's it's putting the team in the position you want to be in. And Chad Green having the lead in, you know, the final innings is where you want to be. 
So uh, I get it. I mean, it, and hey, that's kind of the beauty of baseball to a degree, right? You know, Monty is at 68 pitches, and he looked good. And, you know, you could be saying, hey, I wanted Monty to keep going. He was rolling. And then when the bullpen does give it up, that's a bad feeling. Um, but, you know, don't I, – I think the bigger thing is, like, you can't blame Boone for Chad Chad Green there. Chad no. Green gave up three home runs. Yeah. Uh, then Chad Green has been one of the better relievers in baseball. So uh, I get it. I, I was calling for Chad there. And, again, that would have been, been egg on my face that day. Um, but – We've been asking for Chad, and Monty had a really nice start, and I think Alonzo was coming up. So it's, uh, you know, you, you kind of got to crunch the numbers. There is less feel in baseball, and there's a lot more pulling pitchers early. So uh, I kind of get how, how some people were feeling, but, you know, and like we'll talk about in the next game, if you're, if you're Aaron Boone, part of your goal as manager is to get the ball to Chad Green and Araldis Chapman with the lead. Yeah, that's that's an ideal game. That's the game plan. That's an ideal game. All right, let's go to game two. Same day, down in the dumps after this one. Oh yeah. Now I now that I know Chad was tipping, I don't even care. Yeah. Like I don't bit. even not even worried about him. Don't really care. A little bit. All right. Next up, on your mark, get set, burn. Second game of the doubleheader as David Peterson and the Mets would try to feast on some lasagna. Johnny Luizaga and the Yanks. Dom Smith RBI in the first, but then the big boppers would get it done for New York. Mercer Estrada crats with the RBI single. A.A. Ron Hicksy gives the Yanks their second run on a single. And L. Gary with another RBI walk. It's 3-1 Yanks. Finding Nimmo as Brandon drives in a run for the Mets, but it's 3-2. Araldis Chapman in for the Yanks. And in the epitome of 2020, the Mets walk off on the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Rosario, two-run shot, 4-3 final after seven. Ho-woof. Unfortunately, I don't have any news on Chapman that makes it more better. I do. He hasn't pitched. Yeah, that's true. He hasn't second pitched outing. at all. That was his second appearance. Yeah. His first and his first appearance in what? Nine days or eight days or something? Longer? I think. Yeah. Second appearance in a year. Second appearance of the season. Yeah. He's a guy that has notoriously worked into like what he becomes as a player throughout the season. So yeah, I mean, it sucked. It was one of the weirdest things. I forgot the Mets were the home team. Rosario hits that ball in the seats, and they start going walk-off mode, and I was like, what? But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it, it was a pretty insane, weird thing to watch, and with the field mics and a lot of teams this year, and I've actually loved it, is you hear a lot of the benches when guys hit home runs. You hear guys going crazy. The Mets dugout, man, they were in our ears. They were in our heads. They were yelling. And why shouldn't they be? Um, they basically loud. They basically tormented the Yanks for two days, yeah. Two games. What? Oh, I didn't hear any of that. It's loud. I don't, yeah, that's, that's me. Like, I didn't have the volume on. I should have. I wish people cued me in to that. I mean, it's just been like kind of the thing around baseball. Like anytime you see a home run, you hear the dugouts going. It sounds like a college baseball team or a high school baseball team or something. I think I was live on Periscope, so maybe I had the TV off. Could have been. Or something. I didn't hear it. That sounds 
brutal. I don't want to hear that. Getting walked off at Yankee Stadium. Not good. But again. Not ideal. You know, Chapman blows a save. Right. So, like, what are you going to do there? Araldis Chapman has a zero-run inning. The Yankees win a baseball game. Johnny Lasagna looked good. Johnny Lasagna having a sneaky good season, man. So, put that. That's our first Put this Ooh, in okay. the playoff Yeah, I didn't even have bucket. him. Yeah. yeah. If you need late innings, that's... I mean, it's not a huge step, but it's one step. And no. we said we want Laza to start getting more and more closer to being a bullpen weapon in the playoffs. That's one step closer. Hicksy had a couple hits in this game. Yeah, where, and he had a couple... Like a foul ball shot that yeah, was close, too. Talk about the flow of Hicksy. Adovino had a clean inning in this game. Um, they got a run off Nick Nelson... Not I not ideal. Probably doesn't get playoff innings. But yeah, I mean Chapman gets rocked, walk, home run. That's it. That's all. KP Watershed said bad luck for Chapman that he didn't realize Mets were the home team. Uh, but I, I, I honestly don't care because the uh, guy who hit it didn't realize it either. Rosario is pinch hit, right? Um. Yeah. 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 Chapman is probably so in his own head, like a closer, like. Tunes out the world, I'm guessing. Like, he hangs out in the clubhouse alone for the first couple innings. Yeah. And he goes out there and warms up. Yeah, you know, guess someone would have told him or he would, but I, I would guess he doesn't look at the scoreboard. I don't care about that that much. And again, I think this unfortunately goes in the non note section, but Mercer, Estrada, Kratz each had a hit, bottom of the lineup. Yeah, I said that on our pregame show, too. I said, DJ's back, but the bottom of the lineup, someone commented and they were like, you guys kind of nailed this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's game two. That's game two. So sucked. I mean, they had the lead, gave it to their bullpen. Um, and, okay, how about this? In the first game, you can have a discussion. Monty, Monty versus Chad. I think Monty had punched out um, Alonzo twice. So I get it. There's a baseball discussion to be had here. I mean, this is Chapman. This is our closer. This is the guy. Um, he gets beat. Yeah. Like, that's not a baseball discussion. That's not a Boone discussion. No, that's what I'm saying. When you're close. The first one, I get it. Yes. It's the classic leaving in the starter, bringing in the relief. This is your closer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the only thing you can say is, like, the offense sucks, but look at the lineup. Right. Like, look at the lineup. Right. You're not going to complain about these guys. And again, I mean, three runs in a seven-inning game, like, actually... Isn't awful. I have know? another. I'm trying my best to be positive because I've been okay. so negative last episode. Yeah, I have yeah. another. Put this in the <sighs> better playoff scenario bucket. Okay. Otto got a full inning against yeah, the Mets' best inning. hitters, uh, Davis, Smith, Cano, Alonzo, which probably one, two, one, nine. No, what is that in their order? Two, three, four, five. One, two. Th- I don't know. I mean, I could find out in two seconds. It's like two, three, two, four. three, four, five. So the meat okay. of meat of their lineup, full inning. He gave up a ground or double. Dominic Smith, who's been awesome, but other than that, got he it bounced out. Bounced back from that, so maybe that's even more. The important fact as they well. gave it to him in a close yeah. game is good. So that's <laughs> they were kind of forced to. forced to, but whatever yeah. it happened, but whatever we'll take it's it. It's what's going on with Laws right now too, and we'll take it. A little dude we'll talk about later. So mm. so far, I got Monty looking sharp. Yeah, Laza looking good. And Otto getting full innings okay. and maybe some trust. We got more notes, yeah. I'm throwing those in the buckets. I mean, do you want to talk about Sessa or we wait that out? We'll wait it out. All right. It's an inning. Game three? Sure. The only nine-inning game yeah. of the series. 
Jesus, man. The first nine-inning game in like a Jesus. week for them? Spoilers alert. Golly. Did you see that stat because they did the Braves doubleheader? Off day, Braves doubleheader, off day, doubleheader. So it was like the first nine-inning game in yeah. five days. All right. Well, now you know that I spoiled that. Game three. Dang. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Game three, Robert Giselman Bunchen and the Mets try to find out what Jay Happ's victorious secret is in the only nine-inning game this series. Top one, the King alters a home run. King Louis V, I put the team on my back, Greg Jennings style. It's one nothing Yanks after one. And then guess what? Jay Happ drops dick. 7.1 innings pitch, three hits, five Ks, zero earn runs. Hey, Cash, how you like them apples? But then, shortly after, Yank fans would run out of Vino as Adam gives up the game-tying homer to Ramos. 1-1 in the ninth. An old friend, Dellen Batances, gives one back on the game-winning wild pitch over the safety squeeze attempt by Eric Kratz. What in tarnation? Yanks win on a walk-off wild pitch. Hap to Otto to Happy Chappy. Yanks win 2-1 final. How about that game? I kind of forgot about this game. It was it was bizarre. It's so normally a lot of these games blend together or you kind of forget certain things. I think someone mentioned in the live chat right now that so much of this series seemed like a one-nothing game. Mm-hmm. That all of the first five innings of every game, like combine. Yeah. It was wild. I mean, Hap's the story here. Hap. Hap. Hap's the story here. Hap train. I don't know. I, I don't want to step on a, I know he's going to get an award of some sort at some get time. An award. So, I mean, Hap was awesome. Huge. And, and a big thing that's happening that I'm not upset about, right. all of my genuine feelings have been wrong. Yeah. You had a bad feel. Your feelings are off. Maybe you're pregnant. That'd be awesome. Um, be super cool. Not Katie. You. Awesome. That'd be cool. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I'd make so much money for the company. Oh yeah, my god! Just like that would be. Be nuts. It, it, it's literally be rich printing money. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, all my all my genuine feelings are off. So good job to Hap. Uh, Voight, solo home run. I like that. The big discussion here is taking Hap out and bringing um, Otto in right. at that time. I don't know if you listened to the post-games uh, press conferences, but it seemed like a pretty mutual decision that he was facing Cano and then coming out. When Boone walks to the mound, you can see him say, like, how you feel? And Hap says, oh, yeah, I think I'm good here, and gives him the ball. You know? Yeah. So... Which I got that vibe by watching the exchange on the mound. I would have been happy either way. I really would. I really would have been yeah. fine either way here. That's why when you know I was talking with people on Twitter and I was just saying it's so easy to just blame Boone, Boone for this. It's so easy because it's flip a coin. If he kept Hap right. in, I would have sat there and been like, "Yeah, good move." If he takes Hap out, yeah, good move because they both make sense. And Otto had a clean inning. The day before. Yeah. You're supposed to be a good pitcher. He takes a... He got the righty Ramos. Yeah. It's a, it's a shot off the pole. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. Uh, again, it, this this goes back into that first starting pitcher debate. Um, 
you know, Hap is at 90 pitches. You got Ramos coming up. And then it starts also going into the, like, good day category. Like, Hap giving us 7.1. That's nuts, especially considering where our bullpen was at today in today's doubleheader. Like, if Jay Hap had a Jay Hap 3.2 inning start, I can't even imagine. Like, <laughs> Clark Schmidt probably gets called up, which now I'm almost sad about it. But, um, Hap shoved. And, yeah, man, I mean... If Hap gives up the home run to Ramos, we're all saying you got to use Ruggie out of Vino. So it's the back and forth. The rule of thumb is normally you don't want the starting pitcher to lose a game like that. So you're right. I mean, if, if they leave in out of Vino for that at bat, um, you're fine with it because he's earned it. Zero earned runs. You can't lose the game. If Ramos gets him in the seventh inning, in the eighth inning, well, then you got him. Mm-hmm. But they go to Adam Adovino, the reliever that we pay $13 million a year who mows down righties, and he got pole danced, you know. Uh, Ramos hits the pole uh, two feet away from being a foul ball. It's baseball. and But, hey, I get it, man. That was a hell of a gut punch. We, this was still in our losing streak. This would have been eight. Yeah. And to have a performance like that essentially go by the wayside in one pitch – it's an awful feeling. Yeah. It's it's a bottom feeling. Yep. But it is, it's, whatever, say the same thing. Yeah. It's like flip a coin. Exactly. Flip a coin, you're going to be happy or you're going to blame Boone either way, and everyone knows it. But That's I did, tough. and in the post game, you know, Hap was like, yeah, I kind of emptied the tank with Cano there. Lefty. So, yeah. Chapman comes in, gets his redemption. Yeah, he, uh. Closer coming in for the top of the ninth as the home team. And, yeah, back-to-back days from Chapman. Put that as a, a minor star for the First time doing forward. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, third appearance of the year for Raldis Chapman. It's almost September. Um, Dude, I, I was looking at baseball reference to this mm-hmm. game just to, you know, jog the memory. And it said that Billy Hamilton, his first batter, it said, <laughs> it says on baseball reference, line out center field, deep center field. And I was like, What? Yeah. It wasn't. I just watched no, it. It wasn't. It was a, like a bloop in front of yeah. like center field. So baseball reference fixed that. Yeah. Um and yeah, that was uh again kind of the funny part of this series. It was Billy Hamilton pinch run the day before and he stole the bag and it was like if he gets on versus Chapman, he's already at second base and you're just when you're in a losing streak, it's the TFA. Things fall apart. You know that. You took yeah. a screenshot of the book. That wasn't a screenshot. Oh. Painted that. Oh, very nice. The other big storyline from this game yes. was that Gary did not pinch hit for Kratz with the game on the line. Yes. And Kratz went for the sack bunt, and Batances threw it away. I was sad for Batances. I, I truly, like, I didn't, yeah. didn't realize it was going to be, and then I was like, oh, damn, I don't want that to happen to him. So I guess I have feelings for Batances. I'll be honest, I wasn't. Um, I didn't expect to be. It was it was the losing streak. Um. You just know how much he struggles with that already. No, no, what got me? It was because I think did Dellen go back to the IL, which sucks. Yeah, he did. So that part sucks. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. Um, the part that was like a woe moment for me. I was like, "There's Mets fans devastated right now." Like if if the Yankees lost on a wild pitch over the catcher, I like that. Like I would be crumpled. Mm-hmm. And that moment kind of took me back a little bit. But no, to get the losing streak out. Sorry, Dellen. Get healthy. Hopefully the Mets can still trade you if you're, like, a little hurt, and we'll take you back. Yeah. No problem right. with that. 
Great, great. We'll keep Krisky down as much yeah. as, as much as it sucks. I love that he was doing the sack bun or, or suicide bun or yeah. squeeze bun, whatever. S- safety with, squeeze, safety, we think. With Kratz. I hated that he didn't lay down the bunt with Jordy Mercer. Yeah. When you had runners on first, first and, and second, second, no outs. Yeah. And Mercer, Kratz, weighed up. Was that what it was? Yep. Dude, you, you have to have Mercer move them over. One, you avoid the double play. Yeah. Two, Mercer, Kratz, weighed. Yeah. They're more likely to give you another out than a hit. Yeah. So, I mean, that's actually statistically true, right? Even the best hitter not, is more likely to give you an out than a hit. Not Maybe not in play. Yeah. But I I thought they definitely should have bunted Mercer. I was surprised he didn't. And then surprised then he did the small ball with Kratz later on. So, very weird. But, yeah. uh, all right. It, uh, it broke the curse. Now for... A fun one. Voight with another homer in that game. He's crazy. Insane. He's the best. Game four, another seven-inning job on your mark. Get set. Burn. The Yankees call on the king of the north, Mike King versus Rick. If we were all Porcello, as the Mets hope to stop their cold play. Talkman RBI ground out in the first 1-0 Yanks till the fourth then things would get straight up nutty buckle up Alonzo and Ramos RBI singles give the Mets a 2-1 lead built for tough RBI double by Mike 2-2 buckle up what do you know Robbie Cano two run homer what just like that it's 7-2 Mets into the final inning but oh my god Ford reaches on air. Wade walk. Tyro hit by pitch. Voight check swing shift beating single. And world-class base running by Tyro. Diaz wild pitch. Buckle up. Because it's the way you love me, darling. This hicks. This hicks. Impossible. Impossible as a five-run comeback. Whoo! In the final inning. And then... In extras, Urshela, Ella, Ella, A, A, walks it off with the RBI single. The Yankees, what a play by Talkman. The Yankees win a crazy baseball game. King to Krisky to Heller to Green. 8-7 Yanks final. This game, great job, Jake. This Hicks, this Hicks. Yeah, impossible. This game was as bad as you could feel. Mm. And then also, but then you're sitting there thinking, well, do I really have to feel bad about this? Right. The Yankees are hamstrung. Chapman and Otto pitched two days in a row, as you just heard in the the burns. So they're out. And I'm fine with that rule. Yeah. They burnt out the relievers last year. You have the Rays series coming up. That means more than the Mets series. I am fine. And they're just not going to break it. Yeah, and and just get over it. There's They're not no going to do no reason it. to get mad about um, it. So you know they're out. That leaves Chad Green as the only high leverage reliever in the pen. Yeah. And game two, your plan is to start Davey Garcia in his MLB debut. So you want to have guys rested just in case. So when they go King for 68 pitches, I don't know if that's the most he's thrown this season. I would guess it is. 
Mm. You're like, all right, King's fine. Yeah. He gets in trouble. They bring in Krisky. He gets out of it. Jake said as we were watching, they're going to go Krisky the rest of the game now and just then DFA him. You said that as soon as he got out of that inning. When they leave Krisky in and he walks the batter, they leave him in. He walks the next batter. Then they leave him in. And he walks the next batter. As a fan of the Yankees, like, as I tweeted out, am I supposed to care about this game? Because clearly they're not the, the organization, not the players on the field. But like, the strategy isn't let's win this game at all costs. No. When you go Mike King to Krisky and you let them die. And then you bring Heller in and he threw 45 and kind of let him die too. And you're down seven runs. You know, it was a very confusing time. I mean, the lineup is full. Only four guys that are everyday players, DJ, Voight, Hicks, and Gary. At, but until the end, Hicks and Gary looked awful. DJ and Voight, the yeah. only guys playing. You have Talkman, a role player who we like a lot. Ford, uh, uh, basically a pinch hitter bench guy. Gardy, a role player at this point. We like him as a role player. Yeah. Mercer, no idea like who he even is. I get confused when he steps up the plate. I'm like, who? Yeah. And Wade, a role player. So, like... You know, how much am I putting on the line here? Right. And they're not even really trying. So it's a very confusing time to be a fan. Yeah, and that's, uh, I, I think we were preparing ourselves. Because, again, game one of the doubleheader today, it's looking like a loss, and you start doing your spin zone slash what does it all mean? What, what, what can we take into this, you know, seventh place, seven seed Yankees team into the playoffs? And then, you know, a miracle happens and you wonder what it is. You know, Michael Kay says, mark this one down. And, you know, you do think that's a thing in baseball, having belief. I mean, if anyone's been watching the national picture, the Padres, if they are losing in a game, they, they are never out. And I, I won, you wonder if the Yankees can pick up a little bit of that. Um, they kind of did in the next game. So you hope they get a little bit of baseball magic. They went through their losing streak, seven games. You know, everyone is getting crazy negativeville. Like the 2017 Yankees team had a seven-game losing streak. It was a West Coast trip. Jimmy was at the game. Um, oh, yeah, I was at like three of those games. Bad times. Rob Ref Snyder playing. So Curveball, did he get it? Baseball, baseball will do that to you. And, you know, that 2017 team went to a game seven of the ALCS against a team that was cheating. So um, it's... It is what can you take to the playoffs and can this team turn it around and there's momentum there. Um, and, yeah, DJ LeMahieu returns, which was also <laughs> pretty nice. Forgot, forgot that. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's you start talking lineup, too. With LeMahieu back, you know, his bat is his bat, which is insane. But if you can get Gardy going or Hicks or Talkman, now you've extended your lineup a couple pieces. Or uh, God, if Gary could somehow get going. So, uh, we'll see. But, uh, man, it, it felt nice to get a win. And, I mean, in Yankees-Mets lore, this one's going to be remembered up there with the Luis Castillo drop pop-up. I mean, this was this is kind of some all-time Mets-Yankees stuff. The Mets fans were kind of like, yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, king of the walk, king of the walk. Yeah. It's like, you guys are starting starters. Yeah. Like, Purcello's in your rotation. Yeah. Your lineup, your lineup looks nice. Like, Purcello's in your like rotation. Your Nimmo, Conforto, Davis, Smith, Cano, Alonzo, McNeil. That's your lineup. I think nine for nine, yeah. Like, look at who the Yankees are playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. So that was kind of a slap in the face to them when they go as metsy as the getsy there. Yeah. Amen. What was it again? As frisky as Brooks Krisky. 
What was it? It was, it was as messy as it gets. No, what was error? Error. error. Oh, oh, oh. It was error, walk, hit by pitch, check, swing, shift, beating, single, wild pitch, and then home run. And if they tag Tyro out, that's the third out of the game. They also tag Tyro out, which Tyro, hey, buddy, what's that all about? Um, I mean, if we're going to put, like, if we have the bucket, the the good bucket going, base running, put that. Yeah, the base running has been tragic. I mean, was it? I think it was the game before this that Clint and Talkman got thrown out mm-hmm. at home. So both really, really close plays, like really close. Yeah, Talkman would have been safe if he didn't get blocked by his foot, and Clint was like one so close. Clint would have been really safe if he didn't watch didn't it too much. Watch hit. it a little bit. Yeah, I know Not that really great. ate at your baseball. You know why that bothers Jake and I so much? Because we didn't have the skill when right. we played, so all we could do was There's get the little some things, basic stuff you can get. Get the little things right, and not watching a two-out hit is as little as yeah. that's something Jake and I, you know, we can do that. Day one, <laughs> day one. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just not high IQ baseball, but um, yeah. Hey, Yanks somehow steal a win out of left field, and again, what was? What was that crew? King to Krisky to Heller, and then Chad Green at the end. And Green looked good. Good non-tipping Chad Green. Three strikeouts. Yeah. No shadows coming to play. Shadows were wild. All right. Fifth and final game of the series. On your mark. Get set. Burn. The rubber match of this five-game set. Seth Julio Lugo versus Baby Pedro. The debut of Davey Jerry Garcia as he hopes to leave the Mets looking like deadheads. Tyler waiting for tonight. Whoa! A doppelganging blast by number 14 makes it one nothing Yanks. And meanwhile, Davey was trucking. Got my chips cashed in. Six innings pitch, zero earned run, six Ks, one run scored on a Voy Arrow. Don't love that, but Bunos Cantos. Yeah, maybe I can't block some balls, but how about you block these balls? El Gary, the Kraken. 453-foot grand salami over the bullpen and through the woods. It's back to Queens you go. Scary at the end by Holder, but Davey to Holder to Sessa. Yanks win 5-2 and take the series 3-2. Let's go, Yanks. Woo! A new Wade. A new Wade? Thing Waiting there. for tonight. Yeah, that's new. Oh. I like it. What a game. What a game. Oh, what a game. Davey, incredible. I talk about him a lot. I had a theory that I should have said earlier about Tyra's base running. Okay. Do you think he was shouting out brainless Bravik because they brought Bravik up instead of him last year? And he was like, remember when you guys did that? Mm. Just a reminder. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that? You should have brought me up instead. if he squeezes that ball. Um. Yeah, the, we're got, we're about to talk about Davey. If he a squeezes lot. that ball and Tyro's out at third, it's such a big deal. Who knows, man? Who knows how the rest of this day looks? And that's uh, that's pretty insane to think about. Um, Davey looked amazing. 
Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Davey. Holder made it pretty interessante towards the end. And in his second inning, whatever, not even going to go there. Um, Gary Sanchez, I'm sure we'll talk about him a decent amount. I mean, pinch hit grand slam, and when you, you know, juxtapose that to Eric Kratz not getting pinch hit for to do a safety squeeze, I mean, that's uh, that's some pretty nutty stuff. But, yeah, man, you're having, again, I wouldn't say it's those tough I don't say it's like a scary feeling in your gut Because again, win or lose this game In the grand scope It doesn't mean a ton But you're sitting there In a one And a now 1-1 game That the one run you gave up was on an error And the Mets are the home team In Yankee Stadium You're just having these like This sucks (laughs) I hate 2020 Mm. But uh, for, for the Yanks to do that For Gary to do that Um Pretty awesome. I mean, and Gary was having a bad... It was as bad as he's... Like, if this is truly gets Gary going, which we'll put the pause on yeah, that because I the pitcher... We'll talk about that a little Okay. More, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, what else? There was something else I wanted to say about this game, and I forget. I forget. Who came in after Davey? Holder. Davey to Holder, who had one lights out inning and then one... Horrifying inning. And then Sessa comes in to get it done. Yeah. And Wade. Tyler Wade home run. Sneaky big. Yeah, that was it for a while. Sneaky big. It's crazy. Mets went Lugo, who's been really good for them. Um, And then Chase and Shreve with a couple big innings, Jim. Um, Familia. And yeah, you're right. They get the kid Drew Smith, who... His manager said he didn't want him in a five-run game earlier. So I brought him in in a tie game. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Yankees win the series. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, a wa- as wild of a day of baseball as you can get. Hicks goes out, cramping in both calves. Both calves cramped up. Boone said he doesn't think it's a big deal, though. Tell him your thoughts on the two calves Boone injury. What are my thoughts? You're the Boone interpreter. Oh, I, I think I believe Boone. When he said it's, I don't, it's not serious at all. I didn't hear him say it, though. I just read those words. Boone doesn't throw an at all. A classic Boone thing would be like, I don't think it's too serious right now. And that would raise mm. a flag because you put the right then now it on change. it. Okay. So it all is about the, uh, like those words probably have meanings. The, those, wor- those words probably are called something. Extra words, surrounding words, I don't know. But okay. uh at all is pretty for him okay. to lay that down. So that's on the Jimmy meter. That means Hicks is looking good. So don't be scared about that. Well, it looks like the Cavs aren't going to be a problem. The Cavs and the curl and the silver spoon. Yeah. All right. few convos. So, yeah, I think we get moving. Okay. All right. We are moving on to awards. Jake, do you want to tell them who's bringing awards? Or you want me to? Your call. I mean, if you need to popcorn bump me, let me know. Let's popcorn it. Here okay. we go. It's everyone's favorite time of the year. Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. That's right. Football is about football. to be back to celebrate football's hundred and first year. DraftKings Sportbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, is putting new users in the center of the action with a free 
$101 bet when they place a bet on the Kansas City versus Houston Thursday Ooh. night game. Opening night. This touchdown of a deal is only... <laughs> Ooh, gotcha. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, no. This touchdown of a deal... <laughs> Is a, is a popcorn, Jake. Okay. Uh, this, this, this. this touchdown of a deal is only available for 101 hours, so get in on all the action. Now, you heard us right. DraftKings is giving all new users a free bet of $101 once they sign up and place a bet of $10 or more on the KC-Houston game. If you are new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now to check out all the great promotions and odd boosts they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States. So easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Jim, the call to action? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to get free $101 bet to use once you place a bet on the first football game of the season. That's promo code John Boy to get your free $101 bet for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older. New Jersey only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well done. The first award we give out here is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. This is a big one. Do I get to go first? I believe so. I'm giving out. I'm giving this to a conch. It's gonna be. It's going to be controversial. I I prepped the the crew. I prepped BBD and Jake because I didn't want to make waves, and uh, I'm doing it. I just want you to know before you do this. I think it's fine, and I'm happy for you because you're so happy to do this. But you're putting me in a shit position. So, thank you. Awesome. Uh, I I was hoping that I would go second as well. I will give you the floor. No, that's not how this works at all. All right, I'm giving it, well, I'm giving it, I thought it would be nice. That's not how this works. You you complain about your shit position, but you won't allow it to change. Well, no, because either way, it's not going to change. Because I know you're not taking the other guy who deserves it. Yeah, I'm giving my award to Kratz. Wow. Here's my thinking. Here it is. He'll probably never, ever be slightly in contention. And he was quite frankly the story of the day. Like he was everywhere. He think about the the two good pitching performances we got. Who caught him? Yeah. Gary was atrocious. I want Kratz to stay on the team and that's the conversation I want to have, but I mean the hugs he was giving out? Yeah. That look he gave Hap? Like, dude, I kiss you right now. That was beautiful. What we just did out there on that mound? That was beautiful. Him and him and uh, Davey, he's been catching him at the alternate site and them hugging each other. I mean, the, when they showed the Yankees bench, they showed Kratz. Yeah. He was like oh. the leader on the bench this whole weekend. The Yes Network has had a conversation that, like, up the Kratz content. So, so have we. <laughs> so have we, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that. This was a weekend where the culture of the Yankees was in question big time. Like, when they were looking bad, it was like, none of these guys are inspired. Like they were playing not inspired baseball. And Kratz was kind of guiding these young kids through it and having fun and making jokes, gunning out runners at second. I think he had a hit in the two games he played. 
So he contributed with the bat both times he was starting, which, whatever. I'm not giving it to him for stats anyway. Although his receiving and his guiding Davey through that game is, like, of note. Yeah. So I don't think he'll ever be up for it again. I think Davey will be up for it many a times. Haps had him before. Okay. Spoilers. Going for Kratz. Spoilers. No, it's it's fine. And I, I tweeted it out, and he was it was borderline. I didn't want to put it out there because... You know, baseball moves fast, and you're, uh, you know, not to be rude to Kratzy, but, you know, a, a, if he were to get run in a three-game set, the stats could go, it could look ugly for Kratz, and then the feeling feels totally different. He hit a Cameron Mabin territory. We we all fell, fell for Cameron Mabin last year. He was clearly such a part of the team, and we were doing this Mental roster crunch and okay when guys come back I mean are we gonna have to be DFA Maven and then it turned into Okay like you know let's keep Maven till September Figure it out so we can have the extra guys on our roster Figure it out to keep Maven around Kratz has hit that point um, And you know we, we've done some conversations around it Whether it's you know sending down Mike Ford Or um, when is Higgy healthy Do you drag your feet on Higgy Because uh, no offense to Higgy, who we love, um, on a pure day-to-day impact, it's it's not a large thing. And, I mean, Kratz is doing what you asked from a backup catcher. He's, he caught a couple really nice performances. He clearly brings a lot of energy. Um, one of the few game-winning missed Bunch safety squeezes yeah. that you'll ever see on a baseball field. So no, I you know, I'm I'm giving you some some fake shade on that um cuz you're putting me in a bit of a pickle, but uh Kratzy, he yeah, the big conversation He's a I part of the is, team. Yeah. You can't just DFA that guy. That's what I'm saying. So when Higgy comes back, the options are DFA Kratz. People will claim him. Because yeah. he always gets claimed. He's around on teams at the end of years, always. Yeah. The Brewers in 2018, the Yankees in 2017. Like, he's around. He will get claimed. Everyone needs catchers and safety catchers to put on their, their crew, especially right now. Catchers are being traded. So, they picked up Rob, what's his name? Brantley. They picked up Rob Brantley, and Cashman said, we picked up Rob Brantley. Because when Higgy's back, we're gonna have to DFA Kratz, and then we're and then if Higgy or Gary get hurt, we're gonna need another option in the alternate site. Because Ionetta retired, right. I don't think you risk it. Yeah, I would rather like at least for the next couple weeks ride out this. Keep Kratz around as a third catcher. He's a better bat off the bench than Ford, probably even though Ford got an RBI double. Um, and then just see where you go from there. Because you can drop someone down, Mercer, Ford. Well, maybe not Mercer, Ford, um, someone else, a pitcher. Drop them down for a couple days. Just keep them around. Wait it out till it's safe. I don't think it's safe to leave them yet. Lose them yet. Yeah, and I mean, again, with what Ford is providing offensively, I mean, there's there were, we had conversations this year. Are the Yankees going to carry three catchers? And hey. You know, maybe a DH carry a little bit. Uh, so there, there are some options there that it just feels too quick to move on, Kratz. If if everybody gets healthy, um, and you know it's really go time and it's not there, you kind of get it, but at the same time, you kind of don't. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see what happens. And yeah, I had I had a funny funny conversation with Kyle, 
who does a lot of our video work, and he uh, he was like, dude, I'm loving Kratz. Um, he's like, dude, it's so funny. I mean, he's not Higgy at all. Like, the you know, the guys love him. And I was like, well, you know, the guys love Higgy too, but it's just the most opposite personalities ever. I mean, you've got... <laughs> You've got Kratz, who's a talker, and you got Higgy, who's a listener. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, they, yeah. Are, they are coming from two different ends of the spectrum. So I think they, you know, I think Kyle Higashioka is veteran enough. But again, like, you know, these guys are competitors. But you can tell them, like, hey, let's make sure you're 100%. We don't want to lose Kratzy. Make sure you're healthy and ready to go. Yeah. Um, you do that. And then, yeah, I think there is a world where you can either juggle bullpen arms or 40 or something like that. So... Um, and you know what? The hug at the end um, was very nice, and you and I were enjoying that a, lo- a lot. I'm kind of more impressed by the hug after the first inning. Like, how how many major league catchers are you going to see do that? A guy yeah, gets through was... their first <laughs> inning of baseball, and you just give him some love? I mean, you don't see that. So no. he, he is a special, unique guy. The story is unique. So, um, yeah. All right, you're up. Whew, God. I mean, I was kind of just dragging my feet there at the end because I am in between a rock and a hard place. I am the conductor of a train, and yet I have a short king in front of me. The pride of the Yankees goes to J-Hap. Wow. J-Hap. Um, I love Davey, my short king. And I'm sure we're going to talk about him again. More coming up. Teaser. J-Hap came up in a seven-game losing streak. Panic throughout Yankee Nation. He called, He basically, in the press this week, said that the Yankees are messing with, messing with my pitching. <laughs> Cashman with the great quote, <laughs> we didn't give the Mets COVID, dude. <laughs> Did you hear the rest of Cashman's quotes? Yeah, he was... He was intense. For, for, Shout out to Ado- Adoni, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> press Secret press conference, basically. But then he did another one with the real media where he tore Hap. Yeah. For anyone that didn't hear, he was like, by our calculations, he's a back-of-the-rotation guy right now. He was bad last year, and he's been bad. This isn't me paraphrasing. No. He was bad. He was poor last year, and he's been bad this year, and he slots at the back of the rotation. So anytime we can reset our rotation, he goes to the back. I, I mean, that's not the exact words, but it was very right around, very there. close not, to that. Not sugarcoated because if you go at cash, he'll send it back. So, yeah. um, Hat put it out there, and then uh, he comes up in the seven-game losing streak, the only nine-inning game this series. Our bullpen had nothing today. J. Hap gave us seven point one, longest start of the season, I believe. Best start of the season. Best start of the season. Longest start of the season. I mean, 7.1 shutout. And, you know, all of his numbers, you guys know I love to butter knife it. His numbers this year now look okay. His numbers in his last, like, 10 starts look okay because he finished last year really strong. And we need pitching. We'll see what the trade deadline has to offer. We'll see how this Davy storm continues. But guess what? I mean, Jay Happ, three days from now, four days from now, is going to get the pill. Um, and I think it's going to be against the Mets again, and there's no reason, I don't want to say to not believe in him, but to not believe he's going to give you an effort. And, you know, that's kind of all we're asking at this point. And you know what? Go check out the September stats from last year. 
maybe this guy is a pro. Maybe this guy did have a rough time with the juice baseball, and maybe he's figured something out. Um, the six-walk start in Philly was as bad a baseball as you can watch. But he shoved. It brought us out of this losing streak. If the Yankees don't win that game, I mean, Jim, we could be living in such a different universe right now. So I'm I'm giving it to Happer. I think he deserved it. I agree. I was hoping you would choose Hap because he saved the bullpen completely. He restored like normalcy of like, oh, a baseball game. And it's the best start a starting pitcher for the Yankees has had all season. And put it right in my face because I was as hard as I've been on a player, really. For Hap. And I do think he'll be good next outing. So maybe I jinxed him there. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Feelings, Jimmy. Well, his last two outings have been, like, effortlessly good. The boring Jay Happ we fell in love with when we traded for him in 2018. Like, what happened? How did he get out of that inning? Wait, what happened? What you... you just look up. It's two outs and then Ground it's a 1-1 count. Out, pop up out of the inning. What? It's, uh... You want me to butter knife real quick? What do you butter knife? I mean, I've got it right in front. Big Baby David got excited, so I like I like that. How about I give you his last ten games? Last ten games. Okay. You got a what's nine plus eight? Seventeen. Next. Wow. Mm, yeah. Test me Impressed again. Impressed by that, BBD. Hot shot. I beat BBD to it. J Hap's last ten games. Yeah. Ten games. Ten games. Ten games. Ten. Guess what his ERA is. Three five four, two nine four. It's pretty good. Fifty two point one innings. Who did he pitch in September? That's a last? sample. Who did he pitch against in September last year? In September last year, he went Seattle, Oakland, Boston, Detroit, Toronto, Tampa. So, again, I'm not saying we've all seen J Hap be bad and walk and give up homers, and it sucks. It's like as it's as bad as a watch there is. But again, there is like a sliver of hope that this guy is a veteran pitcher that knows how to do it a little Can bit. Can he pitch himself into three or a starting pitcher in the postseason? In a seven-game series, I think yeah. so. In a three-game series? No. Don't think it's... There'd have to be... He'd injuries. have to do that. Like, in currently, you'd rather go, like, Loisega-Davey... And then, in theory, a healthy bullpen in a third Not game. Not Monty? Oh, you could. Yeah, I'd be fine with that, too. I think Monty's looked pretty good. Monty's looked solid. Yeah. Especially, like, short postseason leash Monty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Half can pitch himself into the play, into that fourth starter. What if he just does the he last could. two starts over and over again? Um, It's, again, There's a you have to do a little bit of funny business, and last year left such a bad taste in everyone's mouth, but... When he came over, he was really good. It, 40, 45 career starts for the Yankees. 46 career games. Mm-hmm. He's got a 4-2-6 ERA. Like, it's not special, but, like, that's kind of what, <laughs> when we're talking about the trade deadline, <laughs> this is the kind of pitcher we're referencing. So and he, we might have him in-house. So he's going to face the Mets on Thursday? I, th- I believe so. Because we got our, yeah. And one, two, three... And then Toronto, one, two, three, four, and then Baltimore. I mean, he's got like four starts left. He won't hit that vesting option at all. Don't think so. But all right, 
Don't get too excited. Are you putting that in the playoff don't bucket? Don't get too high. Don't get. T- I put it as a half point for the playoff bucket. Yeah, I don't. I don't have it fully in there. No, I mean, you know, baseball changes a lot. Come playoffs, we could be excited for a half start, or we could be terrified uh, to see him getting loose in the pen. Yeah, hopefully, they're trading for pitching too. Yeah, we'll see. All right, good, good award. Thank you. I haven't even thought about this next one. Okay. Oh, my God. The next thing we do here on Talking Yanks. You Yankee motherfucker. Oof. I haven't even thought about it. Oh, I've got a good one. Oh, my God. Like, I'm I'm almost. Oh, yeah. I almost still want to give it to who deserves it. Okay. But I can't. Ooh. Ooh. No. Yeah, you know. You're disgusting. Yeah, you can't. You're disgusting. You can't. I'm going Talkman. Okay. Okay. Talk, That's fine. Talkman had one hit this series and four walks, I guess. He had a nine zero nine one batting average. Talkman's a different guy right now at the plate than he's like we were shocked because it almost feels like he's not trying to swing a lot. Yeah. It was weird. It was like he's it's like trying to just poke the ball. Like he yeah. got obsessed with being the, the singles past the baton guy. Yeah. He had a couple big swings at the end of this game. And I did yes. love the way he he scored the run and then he looked at the bench and said, Not even fucking close. Yeah. I like that good. a lot. It's really good. But we were looking at a lot of guys in the pregame show saying some of you got to step up. Like Hicks. It was like Hicks, Talkman, a lot of these guys. Guardy, if he's going to be Guardy, like the last 10 games had one hit, you know, two hits. The outfield. The whole outfield. (laughs) We don't believe in the infield. We believe in you, outfield. You guys have some talent. Yeah, so... uh, Urshela came back, by the way. That was another... uh, Sorry, but we just kind of forgot, and, like, he's a big part of this team. Yeah, DJ, too. We didn't forget, but... What did did Talkman do today? Um, Let me see. Did he play both ends? He uh, he finishes today with a two seventy seven batting average, and he came in with hitting three hundred. Whatever. No, it's uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, Talkman <laughs> was slapping it around this year, and it was kind of cool. Like he was, I mean, he was making crazy content contact and just slapping singles and doubles. The no home run thing is weird because he's had a couple swings where it's just like there's no power behind it. Should I have given it to Gardner? Today he had some power swings that looked good. And if you remember when we first got Mike Talkman. This that was kind of how he looked. Like we didn't know what you did. Yeah, yeah we kept saying that. Who, who what are you? you? What do are you? Slap you? it? Do you pull it? Do you uh, power contact? We had no idea. He had a little contact thing going. The swings the past couple of days have been exciting. I mean, powerful swings, kind of that inside fastball or hanging off speed pitch that he turns on. Hopefully, he can connect with one and that'll get him going. But uh, yeah, right now it's just a weird watch uh, for a guy that. You know, kind of got Yankee fans really excited, like an all-around really good player, and now he's just giving these kind of weird pokey at bats. Yeah, I feel bad giving it to thrown him. thrown out on the bases. How about that? 
Yeah. He's he's done that a few times this year, as has the whole team. Base running, man. What happened? Do you think that's just like they didn't do base running drills because it's not like a real spring training? Scared to get hurt. Would you run this team? No. I think I might regret that. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry, Taki. Sorry, Talkman. Is there a pitcher I could have given it to? Suck, man. No one that I care. Frisky? Chad, but I'm over it because right. of the tipping. <laughs> I, don't, I truly don't care. I've got a pretty good... Chad would have been pretty good. If I've I got a real good, pretty good real one slash cop out. Okay. Miguel Andujar. I was going to do him, but I thought you would. I thought you would rip me apart if I did him. Dude, that play at third base to kind of keep the losing streak going, I mean, is almost unreal. Um, so, A, you get some mf or because you didn't change your approach at third base at all. I sat here in front of the mic and said, hey, you're young. You can work and try to get better. He said, I like the way I play third base. When everyone else has told him, that's not how you do it. And he continues to do it. So that's step one. Two, coming into this series, I gave him the top four award. Because I looked at the guys in this lineup and I said, damn, I don't know, but I know that guy can hit. I know somewhere in his bones that guy can hit pretty good. Mm -hmm. After the first doubleheader, he gets sent down. I also forgot there is some service time stuff, but it's also deserved. Because if you can't hit... You're not providing us anything. I think it was deserved. I mean, I know service time exists, but whatever. Yeah. I have a hot take that I don't know if that's hot. I think it's pretty hot. Andy Hart, I think it's, I think everyone can say with certainty, if he has a big league career, it will not be as an everyday third baseman. Correct. That's not a hot take then. No. I mean, it is awful over there. Yeah. He just, he, he didn't try to change. Yeah. Which is weird because he like better by improving. He tried outfield and tried first. Maybe he hates third base. Maybe he's like, nah. It's just really weird, man. I mean, how can you not try to change that throw? Yeah. Like if if nothing else. So we'll see. Um, you know, I, I hope he's fully healthy. Um, I don't know if he needs at bats. I don't know if he's gonna be here. This time tomorrow. I don't know how much Cash believes in him. I don't know if this is a lost year. I don't know. Um, so it's uh, it just stinks when you see when you see some of the dudes getting at bats and you say, God, Miguel Andujar, if you could if you could do just so little in the field, I mean, you could be an impact part of this team. And he had a lot of bad luck. I mean, he's had a lot of fly balls that in different ballparks the story changes, and that sucks. Um, so I don't know. Again, I, I think we'll see him at some point this season. Um, unfortunately, that's probably because of Injury Monster, but we'll see. Or, you know, I could see something where, like, Tyro gets sent down or Jordy Mercer DFA. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it stinks, man. Such a talented bat. And some of the guys we're watching take at bats in our lineup don't have the skill. a tenth of the skill as he does. Yeah, I know. And that's and the sad part. That's the weird part. And it's also not his fault that he, you know, got a hurt and was out all last right. year and can't get full reps. Like, you know. Can't go to AAA and get at bats. Imagine if you go to AAA and get at bats. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. they're keeping Clark there to get Andujar going. Mm-hmm. Just every day. 150 pitches. Nolan Ryan treatment for Clark. 
Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's odd. Hey, but the guy we're going to talk about soon made it not as weird. Who are you talking about soon? We'll see. I'm leaving him for you. I'm leaving him for you. Regular all the awards. The first award I am giving out. Yes. Is the please award. Please, 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 please. Down on my knees. Please, I'm begging you. I'm begging begging you, you, please. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Two people win it. Begging you to double up. Yeah, same conversation, so I'm doubling it up. Hicks and Gary. Ah. Uh, Gary hit rock bottom. Gary hit, if because uh, I don't believe he's injured. So, I mean, he can get deeper, but this is the deepest we've seen Gary healthy. Like 2018 when he was injured, that was pretty brutal. But it was clear he was hurt. Like we were watching him play and we were like, something's wrong with him. Before the Grand Slam. His body language was shit. Just seemed like he was tired. Seemed like the not hitting was affecting everything, was affecting his blocking, was affecting everything. The Grand Slam's awesome. It comes off a pretty shitty no-name pitcher. Sure. In a big situation. In a big situation, though. But still, it's not like, you know, it's not like he got a back-end raise reliever. Right. In a close game. The situation was big. The pitcher, he hit it off. It wasn't. Hicks. He gets Diaz, wall scraper, big home run, game-changing home run. Both of these guys were pretty low and had big, big hits that they got to bat flip. They got to pimp. And I was saying that we hadn't seen that swagger out of either of them, especially Hicks in a while. And I'm hoping that this isn't a one-time thing and we go back. Like, please start moving forward. Start making this routine. So, I I don't. I'm not even like some people might have thought. Like stepping stone for it's not even close. Mm, yeah. in my opinion, not even no. close. Like one swing of good isn't a stepping stone. So just please build off this. Yeah, just be careful. Both calves, though. So, uh, but Boone said he's not a serious at all. Yeah. Uh, like 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 the during the Rays, they could both go O for the series. And I wouldn't be shocked because that's how bad they looked yeah. before those two swings. So just please get some more hits. So something that you've been on a lot, and I think people struggle to understand because they almost use it as more ammo, is that when Gary looks bad, it looks really bad. Yeah. It looks really bad. And Jim, I, uh, what, what did we think about Gary last year at the plate? Like it was streaky, but we kind of took it. Well, it was really, really good in the first half. Was, right. He was the starting catcher in the All-Star game. Yeah. He, I, think, I think the back half he was injured, so he was dealing with shit. He finished last year 34 homers, 232 batting average, and 841 OPS. Pretty good. We do think Gary has more. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's a those are actually really good numbers for a catcher. Most home runs. People compare him to JT Romuto because that's the only catcher right. you'd take over. And he him. beats him in some numbers. So all the but he, power. But, but, but and, he's looked Oh, he's anything looked that's not power, though. Well, oh, this sport. Anyways, Gary Sanchez. I dug up. Jakey Butterknife is here to play. Oh, he's looked so bad. CSing MFers. Last year. Yeah. In the year he put together uh, an okay Gary season, in our opinion. He had a 24-game stretch where he hit 115, 
with a 190 on base and a 388 OPS. Yeah, he looked. Oh, I forgot how bad he looked at the start of the year. He had like 24 games. Gary coming in today played 25 games. So like again, we kind of get lost in this short season sample size, short season sample size, short season sample size, and understandably so because it's all we have. So uh, I'm not gonna defend Gary in that fact, but he started the All Star game and that was those were his stats after 24 games last year. No, I just took a tw- ah 24 game, his bad 24 game stretch. I'm saying when he looks oh. bad, he looks bad. No, oh, oh, he started off hot last year. Oh okay, yeah. Um, when Gary looks bad, he looks bad. So, um. Yeah, yeah, same with Gardner. When it goes south, it goes south. Um, hopefully this is the turning point. I mean, the fear is that we Gary continues to struggle and we point back at this game and we're like, oh, that was a nice moment, but Gary stunk this year. Uh, hopefully it sparks him. Hopefully he can get it going. Um, we were we were live. We were with the crew here. I was looking for the Gary Sanchez double off of Houston. His first swing looked like it. We were like, okay, that's exciting. He gets the home run. You're right, not a quality pitcher, but whatever. We'll take it at this point. Um, hopefully it can make Gary a threat. We're back at that mode. Make Gary a threat in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Hicksy, get it going, man. I mean, it, it's it's always weird for us because you you take a lot of pitches and your work and counts, and sometimes it doesn't feel right, but – a huge homer today. He's had a, a bit of a penchant for that. I think that's, what, three in the past two years now? Um, so he's uh, – if you guys, the, the guys we're talking about, when we start talking about things that are impactful for this team, whether it's Hicks and Gary in this award, great award, Jim. Please. Or, or the Talkmans or the, or the you know, Urshela or Gardy or whoever it is. Like, if you're a guy that's supposed to be part of this team, like, now's your time. We're missing Glaber, Stanton, and Judge. Like, I get it. Those are supposed to be three of the best players on this team. So you other guys that are getting opportunities, we need you, and hopefully those two guys you mentioned can get it going. Yeah, it'd be nice. What's your award? Ooh, let's see. Who deserves an award? Um, I will give the short king of the day award. Oh, wow. That's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who that could go to. That play by Tyro was nice. Yeah, it was. It was a nice play. Let's talk about Davey Garcia, Jim. Um, Big Yankees prospect, little fella. You saw him on the mound. Um, the our last taste of Davy was at the summer camp game when all of us were <laughs> bloodthirsty for baseball, so everyone was pretty locked in. And Davy didn't look great. He kind of looked, I went overmatched or just trying to do too much. It, it wasn't very impressive, and it was at the time we were all falling in love with Clark Schmidt. Davey comes out today. We don't know if we're getting two innings. We don't know if we're getting five innings. Six innings pitch, zero earned runs. Uh, starts going through the lineup a third time. And uh, you, they said he made a move on the mound that's helped him. Who knows how mental, physical, or game of angles that is. But, uh, Jim, I mean, this is kind of arguably the biggest bullet point for the Yankees is that we've talked about this for probably two years now, just casually in passing, but Davey Garcia can be a weapon for this team potentially. It's one day. It's against the Mets on the second half of a doubleheader where they got walked off on tragically. But 
There is now an idea of Davy, and it's what can it be? I'm trying to not get ahead of myself because the fun conversation is this is a highly touted dude and everyone says he can be special. And if if that's who he is, that's a playoff bucket drop. Like that's, a, okay, we have another weapon, a lasagna-esque couple innings here. If he can work him way into a starter, I don't – I hope – we make trades and moves that, that we don't have to rely on Davey to be starting playoff game. I mean, that's out of the question. I, that's way too much. Or Davey is just a, a storm that... This is, w- did we have this conversation on air or off air? I don't know. When you asked me, would I like them to bring up Davey? Yeah, I think we did this last time. With them hoping he's... The solution. And I was like, no, I want him to just bring him up because they bring him up and then he forces their hand. Right. Which is kind of where we're at. I don't, they brought him up because their hands bit, were tied. A little bit, Nick Nelson looked really good in his debut. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't have the hype. He doesn't have a lot of stuff. So I need to pump the brakes on myself. Um, Kainley-esque in his first debut. Kainley-esque, yeah. yeah. And Kainley got hurt, and I was like, that changeup, does that replace? Uh, Mike King has looked really good at times, yeah. you know. Um, lasagna. Yeah. Two years ago, in 2018, My guy. we thought he was going to be a difference maker at some points, even in 2019. So... I will pump the brakes but I uh, on him helping in the playoffs this season. But I will say he looked really, really good. Really swaggered out in a confident way. In a super composed way. Composed. I think that's the wild thing. Because I was – that was my biggest thing. Because he uh, – in the summer camp game, he was kind of getting behind on counts and it looked like he was trying to make the perfect pitch and impress and – um, today, I mean, he was throwing strikes and pumping it in there and trusting it. And again, who, uh, you know, if the scouting report gets out on Davey, that, that could look a little different and not as great. Who knows? Um, I will say this. The guy does have a pedigree. Um, he was the youngest player in AAA. We've done this a few he, times now. Yeah, people might be upset I compared him to Nelson, but I'm just saying. No, no, no. I, I think the comparison from first appearance to... You know, if Davey gets rocked next time, yeah, we're we're talking if he makes the playoff roster. You know, yeah. um, so I think that was fair. But in 111 innings last year, which by the way, you mentioned Johnny Lasagna. Johnny's <laughs> never pitched like half that in a season. Uh, Davey had 165 strikeouts in 111 innings as the youngest guy to reach AAA. Now that's across High A, Double A, and Triple A. He made the jump last year. It's just very much on the radar. What does it mean? Does it mean he's uh, <laughs> we're losing a series 3-1 and we're out of arms and it's go get it, kid, <laughs> in a playoff series? Is it you're our go-to weapon in the fifth inning? Is it your start in a game? Is it you're not around at all? We don't know, and we're going to find out. I think that's the fun news. But, man, there is a quiet, stupid confidence about that kid that we've heard about. You hear every Yankees player or manager say it kind of through a little grin which basically means behind the scenes he's a cocky motherfucker but man uh it's exciting and uh hey man if he can get rolling I I think the bigger the most reasonable dream the most exciting dream would be he becomes a dynamic two-inning weapon out of the bullpen in October Mm-hmm. The if 
if Monty or or Tank is only going to be able to give us four, five that game, that Davey could potentially come in and be, you know, a special weapon. So we're a little bit away from that, but um, man, it was fun. It's it was fun. fun. Shout out to Unhinged. I can't read it, but they he was wearing Garrett Cole's belt during the outing. How about that? That's cool. A little magic. Unhinged New York tweeted it out. We retweeted it on Talking Yanks. That's cool. A little magic. That was fun. And they send him down. They return him because he was the 29th man. Right. We think that next doubleheader, which when's the next doubleheader? Against the Braves or something? Not Orioles Braves. Friday. Orioles Friday. Probably be back up for that. Yeah, he probably starts that. As the 29th man again. Yeah. And play that game. That It works out perfect for them yeah. to play that game right there. So that's cool. I like it. I like it. I love it. I it want fun, some more man. of it. It's fun. It's I think good. that's uh running long. Five five episode burn, okay. but uh Word. This is kind of what we've been doing. What's your final award? Well, who do I want to talk about? Because there's some people that we're not gonna talk about. Right. Maybe you will. That Voight, DJ, DJ coming right. back, Shella coming back. Um what's Gardner to us, you know? I don't I don't and I kinda wanna talk about lasagna. You've always kind of been a Florial guy, so that's. Can you oh, believe he did? We even mention he, no. he made his debut. Sorry, no. Florial made his debut. So he got on the set. <laughs> Good job, Florial. <laughs> Good job, Florial. Um, yeah. I'll do it quick. Auntie, damn, damn award, damn this traffic jam, damn. Okay, DJ, yeah. just. Damn, that dude can play. Like, just throw your hands up. Oh, he got COVID, so he missed a lot of the summer camp. Oh, don't care. Just going to drop in. Oh, his thumb thumb hurts. Don't care. Couldn't care less. Just like, you see him come out, you just go, damn. Yeah. Uh, That's what that guy does. Uh, 3-0 since his return. Yeah. It is a sense of normalcy to see him back in there. If they start coming back bit by bit, you know, Glaber. Britain, I think Glaber's a ways out, but Britain is a huge one. Hopefully, he's here for Tampa series. Um, I don't have much to say. DJ made his return, and it f- it's nice. Voight deserves like probably pride, but I don't know. So you go. So, I mean, just uh, I think the other thing was he <laughs> he jumps in at third base, makes a really nice play the first inning. I know you you were in love with that. Three hits, uh, three sixty four on base percentage in the three games he played. And he, uh, I mean, just a difference maker right away. His batting average on the season is still 398. So if he gets a hit his next at bat, he's hitting 400. Um, yeah, man, he's he's been special all along with these Yankees. I, I don't know. It's we're, we're running out of things to say about TJ LeMahieu. Damn. Oh, that wasn't even on purpose. I just said, damn. Kind of yeah. like what I just my yeah, thoughts like. That was the award. You're up. Full circle. I am up, huh? I'm going to give out the serviceable award. Oh boy! Okay, serviceable. Serviceable. 
I don't know. Service a ball. Jim, the award goes to Clint Frazier. Oh, okay. The award goes to Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier, no errors this season. Yes. He hasn't been bad in the outfield. He's been making the plays he's supposed to make. He's been making a couple plays that have gotten people excited that are around exciting. Um, Hey, how about everything I gave my MFR to Andujar about? Clint hasn't been close to that conversation. If he's in the outfield, he's catching the fly balls. He's, you know, getting the ball in, sometimes with a little hesitation. But guess what? I don't care because he's one of the few guys on the team that can hit. Back when 2017, when we had no idea who Clinton was and he came up, I remember giving him the Jitterbug Award. Jitterbug. It was a long time. You remember this, BBD? Because I was like, why doesn't he throw the ball in right away? He just so like kind of goes, mm, 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 like jitters a ton mm. and then throws it in. And that was our biggest concern with his defense, which isn't a concern. It's just right. like, what's that about? It was more fun award. He did that in this game, and I didn't care one bit because yeah. we got way worse than there. So to be back up just to that is cool. I don't care. And and I, I am getting sick of the praise he gets for right. the unnecessary dives. Like, I don't mind the dive, but, but Michael K going, Oh, my God, what a play by Frazier. Like, dude, what? Yeah, it's it's a little bit of the, you know, the the kid in class. Okay, let's say I'm I'm in high school, and I get a a B minus on a tough test, and then the the kid who's you know gets an A in the class gets a a B on the test. They don't get rewarded for that, but they're like, hey, Jake, you did a great job on that test, huh? It's like, yeah, well, yeah. it's still not that guy, but um, Clint's doing great. And by the way, I know uh, the numbers were a little inflated by the Boston series, but guess what? We do get to play that team. His numbers on the year, he's hitting 300. He's got a one-dot OPS. He drew five walks this series. Yeah, I was impressed with the extra inning walk so, there. So you know what, man? Uh, Clint, this is all we asked. This is all we've asked for the past couple years. No qualms with Clint. Um. And, again, everything negative I said about Miguel Andujar, who could be living this same opportunity. If he just hit. If if he played – he misplayed a couple fly balls, too. Um, oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint, uh, good for you, man. You're uh, We very much look forward to seeing your name in the lineup. Did Clint get hits today? And we're about <laughs> half a roster of that right now. <laughs> um, what did he do today? I think he had a walk. Did he have one hit? One hit. One for three. One for three with a walk. Wow. All right. Small sample sizes are bizarre. Yeah. Because those first three games. He was crazy hot. When he was crazy, are still carrying it. Like seven for 12 or something. Yeah. Like since then, his average is still under 200. Yeah. But there have been a lot of walks, which is if you're not hitting the ball great. Seven walks since then. That's that's how you stay in a lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm more pointing out small sample sizes yes. than anything else. Yeah. Like, he's, it's still such a weird season. Yeah. I'm sure you can do this with tons of people. Like, the last seven days, he has a 200 batting average, but a 1.0 OPS. Yes. So. It's, like, so weird. Uh, hey, if you want to uh, make your stats look good, no matter what, have three hit days. 
have three hit days, draw some walks when you're not seeing the ball great, and make a pretty good career out of that. Padres trade with Nola is com- for Nola is completed. Austin Nola. So that's the end of the series recap. Thank yeah. you very much. Coming up, three games set against the Rays. They will be pitching Garrett Cole, Tanaka, and Montgomery. Those are their three best starters right now, right? So that's who will be pitching. Britain's supposed to come back. Chad, Otto, Chapman should all be available for game one and then normal after that, depending on if they pitch or not. See if Gary can take this momentum. See if Hicks can take this momentum. See if uh, DJ and Voigt can keep it up and Clint can keep it up. Gardner, I know no one wants to hear this, but Gardner's hit balls on the screws this weekend. There's a chance he could get going, and that's that's what we're rooting for with all these guys that deserve to be on the team. Pretty and much. hopefully Gio Urshela is back to starting. That's a huge difference yeah. maker. Like really DJ is. and Gio were out. One of the most important two-way players on the What's team. What's that? Yeah. What's that about? James Paxton getting ready for the Canucks game. Nice. Excited. Is that a blank black hat he's wearing? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, What's, um, are we saying anything about the trade deadline? Are we going to? We'll have to wait it out. I mean, yeah. obviously we'll jump on the mics whenever and if something happens. There's a lot of rumors going around. It's at 4 o'clock. I don't know when people are listening. You'll probably be hearing from us tomorrow. I mean, it's, I'd assume an arm of some sort. This deadline has been pretty active and the Yanks are involved, so. We'll see what it is. Could it be a big something? I mean, it would be nuts, especially after the display some of the young guys did this weekend. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. If they do something, we'll uh, we'll probably go live instantly. Unless it's at, like, midnight. Yeah. Or if it's... We'll have to push whatever shows to get it out first, so... If it's... What's a, what's a mad reliever we'd want to go live for? Well, Bradley's the biggest. Luis Avalon. Yeah. What about Bradley. Yeah, that's an impact piece. <laughs> okay. He's good. He's yeah. All right. That seems like what it's going to be. That'd right be now, cool. it's Bradley and Marte are the biggest rumors. Bradley and Ray? Bradley, Ray, Marte? But I don't believe any of the rumors. Yeah. I believe it when it happens. All right. That's that. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate you. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.